Please wear headphones for your best listening experience. The Give a man power without sound counsel, and there is a very likely chance that he will abuse it. Power makes you prideful and blinds you to the basic rules of life. Rules like, thou shall not kill, and thou shall not covet, or thou shall not commit adultery. This is precisely the case with our dear friend David. Davy, if you are a close confidant. You see, Davy was the president of a great country, though some might consider him a dictator. But he was loved by his people nonetheless. Like most men with power and mass adoration, he deemed himself worthy of all his heart's desire, even if it did not belong to him. Let me set the stage for you. Davy's country, Blesriel, was blossoming with a booming economy. The people were educated and innovative. They were infiltrating and dominating new markets in neighboring countries. And of course, this brought on envy from the other governments. Davy had a vision for his people, and collaborating to increase their wealth was definitely part of it. Deals were working out well until the country of Jellistan elected a new general, Sean Johnston. before sending him home. Consider it done. I'm not playing with Davy anymore. Davy took care of his ambassador and played it cool with Jellistan. But when he heard that our dear boy Sean had made a treaty with Blesriel's enemies and was building up military force with them, he called in Colonel Joe, his right-hand man. you, friend? I am well, Mr. President. What's going on with Jellistan? Who does this guy Sean think he is? We have a good relationship with them going back centuries. You already know the deal. This guy is new to leadership and has a point to prove. And believe me, if his team really supported you, they would have told him to stand down. But they didn't. All truth. So it's a go. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to sever heads in a minute. How long until the men can mobilize? 48 hours. We move out in 48 hours, then. We? Yeah, we. Davy, you're not Colonel-in-Chief anymore. You're the President of Bless Real. 
You don't go to war. Hang back and let me bring you this victory. <sighs> Done. Stay blessed, Joe. Stay blessed, Mr. President. Joe did exactly what he promised. He went to war taking the entire Blessrielan military. But like many wars, it was not short-lived. President David was a praying man, and he would often go to the roof of his home to think and talk to God. This particular night, while on the roof, he was feeling anxious about the battle. He looked out at the city and caught a glimpse of a woman drying off from her bath. She was gorgeous. Hello, T. I need you to go check out the building on the corner of West and Ninth. I'm looking at the corner apartment on the fifth floor. Who lives there? I'll hold. Give me one sec. Mr. President? Yeah, go ahead, T. It's the home of Uriah and Sheba Morrison. They've been married for five years, no children. She's an interior designer, and Mr. Morrison is a sergeant in your military, sir. He's in battle as we speak. Hmm. Send a car for Ms. Morrison. I need to speak with her. Tonight, sir? Yes, tonight. And have the chief prepare some hors d'oeuvres and wine for us. Oh. Okay, sir. Will do. You already know where this is going. David brought Sheba into his home and wooed her like the charmer he was. He took no thought to conspiring to bed another man's wife and completely ignored the fact that her husband was a loyal patriot serving in battle. So, tell me, Sheba, are you in love with your husband? Um, wow. Y yes Yes, of course I am. Why do you love him? He is an excellent provider. I can always rely on him. I always feel safe when he's around. <laughs> so he's the safe, dependable choice. You make it sound so small. Any guy can provide for you, especially in Blestrio. And what are you relying on him for, hmm? Don't you feel safe with me right now? You don't have to answer that, but really, think about it. You're an interior designer. You like beautiful things. I'm sure you're full of passion. I can offer you that. I can't betray my husband. We only have each other, and I know he cherishes me. He is the most honorable man I know. You are incredibly loyal, Sheba. Don't you think you should be rewarded? Don't you think your body should feel the pleasure that your husband could never show it? Let me take care of you. Let me give you what you've been missing. And she did just that. She let David explore and exploit her most intimate desires. He promised her she wouldn't have any regrets. And in that moment, she didn't. She did. She did. She did. She did. She did. She did. Assistant Chief of Staff Tyrell Calico speaking. Tyrell, it's Sheba. I need to talk to the president. Sheba, calm down. What do you need? Are you deaf? I just told you. I need to speak with David now. I'm sorry, Mrs. Morrison. The president is in a confidential briefing. I'm not sure when he'll become available. Huh. It seems like he's never available anymore. 
Look, Sheila, maybe I can help you. Okay, tell him I'm pregnant and he better figure something out before my husband comes home from fighting his stupid war. David didn't see that one coming. He couldn't lose the love of his people by being caught up in this adulterous scandal. He also knew that Sheba badly wanted to become a mother, so he dared not suggest otherwise. Being the clever man he was, he quickly saw his way out. He sent word to Colonel Joel to have Uriah immediately return home and debrief him on what it was like experiencing war on the ground. But to David's dismay, Uriah was just as honorable as Sheba said. Mr. President, Sergeant Uriah Morrison here to see you. <laughs> Sergeant Morrison, so glad you've returned safely. Thank you, Mr. President. I'm honored to serve under a great blesser and hero, such as yourself. We are fighting diligently to bring home the victory. Yes, Uriah. We are blessed to have such a skillful and strong military. Thank you for doing your part. I've heard great things about you, Uriah. It seems you are going places. Uh, thank you, sir. I'm surprised to hear that people are speaking of me. I just do my job and work to make my wife proud. Oh, yes. You are married. Marriage is such a wonderful thing. I agree, Mr. President. I am a lucky man. My wife is beautiful and intelligent. I am so blessed. Sometimes I think she finds me boring. But her smile removes all my doubts. Huh. Well, Uriah, that is wonderful. I'm very interested in being debriefed on what the soldiers are experiencing on the ground floor. Let's head into brunch, shall we? David spent the better part of the afternoon inquiring of the battle. He still missed being out in the field. Uriah told of their victories and close calls in such detail that David was able to close his eyes and remember his glory days as a war hero. Remembering all of the tactical decisions he made to detour his troops from ambushes and bring them to victory. He almost lost track of why Uriah was there. There, there. Thank you for listening to The Murdering Cheek, a David and Bathsheba story. President David was played by Westminster. Bathsheba was played by Arista Michelle. Tyrell was played by Ashley P. Captain Joe was played by Vince Kamijis Davis. Sean Johnston is played by Ken Perelman. Uriah is played by Baldwin Williams. This episode was edited and sound designed by Gaza. The Forgiven Bible Scandals Retold Retold Retold